Pull up a chair to Amy's table. It's Amy's table. A girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin. Ellen Whitehurst has spent the last 20 years living and promoting her brand of better living expertise through all forms of media. She's the author of Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Secrets and Shortcuts to Success, Romance, Harmony and Health, and More Magazine has called the Ellen Whitehurst brand a mini holistic empire, while Redbook Magazine refers to Ellen as the Martha Stewart of metaphysics. Ellen writes a daily tip for iVillage.com, and she's a health and wellness expert contributor on DrOz.com and a frequent features contributor to the Huffington Post, as well as many more media outlets. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table to talk about graduation shui. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Hey, Amy. And I'd like to give a big shout out to all of our graduates. I know. Great high school, college, such an exciting and adventurous time moving on, moving into a new cycle of life. I'm feeling the energy. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It's really a milestone, I'll tell you, especially as they get higher up there. I'm not as excited, I hate to say, about preschool graduation, kindergarten <laughs> graduation, although I did weep at all of those for my children. But <laughs> I was just going to say, I bet you were excited when it happened. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. No, but it's a big deal for kids starting a new part of their life. But what about getting ready, the finals? Well, let's talk about, um, because I actually have one who's taking his Spanish AP final today, Uh. although last night he did say to me something about, you know, Mexico, and I was like, you mean Spain? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not holding out a lot of hope for this for this exam today. But yeah, there are some things that anyone can do to make their studying experience a little um, easier, uh, but much more powerfully effective. And the first thing is, and this is going to sound odd, but never face west. Never face the direction west if you're studying in the afternoon. And it's very, very practical advice. It is feng shui, but it's also, uh, you know, your grandmother could have told you the same thing. The sun sets in the west. So in the early afternoon hours to the later um, or early evening hours, you have the sun setting and creating a heat pocket if you're facing that direction, that will then make you more fatigued or feel more tired or even distracted while you're trying to study. So always, if you're studying in the afternoon, try and get to some place where you're facing east, and that will energize you. Um, It's the place of the sunrise. It's the place of new beginnings. So you'll actually get a little bit more cosmic support while you're studying. Likewise, Amy, um, what you want to do if you're studying at a desk, and you and I have talked about this tip before, but I think it's important to bring up now, is that if you're studying at a desk with a lamp or a light on it, you should have that lamp or light on the opposite side of the hand that you write with. If you keep that lamp on your desk on the same side as the hand that you write with, it creates a shadow that in a very subtle way will either prompt headaches or um, eye strain or, and or on a different level can create yet again, that shadow can create a distraction and pull you away from the task at hand. So just make sure if you're sitting at your desk and you're studying and you have a lamp on that desk that it sits on the opposite side from the hand that you write with. And lastly, um, I always encourage my son, and I talk to other parents about this, when they're studying for final exams, they need an atmosphere that's stimulating. So normally, and it shouldn't be 
the bedroom. Normally, a lot of kids study in their bedroom, um, which is fine on a daily basis, but the bedroom should be a lot more what we call yin, a lot more receptive, less aggressive. It's the place where they get their sleep. But when they're studying, they should study in in an atmosphere that's yang, aggressive, has primary colors in it, maybe has some music going in the background. And although you might think that music would be distracting, it's not. It's actually stimulating. So when you're studying for any sort of important exam or test, to be in a place that stimulates, uplifts, and actually motivates you to stay at the task at hand is what the... um, imperative is and you know again if you're studying in your bedroom turn lights on turn music on make it a stimulating space but make sure that you stop studying like that about an hour before you're going to go to sleep and so the space or the environment itself can calm before you, um, you know, actually turn the lights off and, and get your slumber. So, of course, all of these tips would also be great for somebody who's working at their office, too, right? Would you whip uh, your chair around? In fact, yeah. I almost just slipped up and said for somebody, because I was just speaking to a group of potential realtors, and I was telling them about how to activate the knowledge and cultivation area and then also how they should study for their licenses. So this is applicable for anybody studying for anything. Yeah. Just make sure that you're, you're in a place or a space where you're not going to feel tired. And these tips are specifically geared or aimed at keeping you stimulated, keeping you motivated, and keeping you moving on towards the next stage of life. I love those tips. Those are outstanding. Well, you've got a cure for after graduation. Tell me a little bit about the red cloth. We have a couple of cures for the graduates, and these um, will fall way more under the feng shui umbrella, meaning read (laughs) woo-woo. But but they have equally as magically positive and perfect results too. So engage in this way. We wave your wand and get out into the world. The first one is we tell the graduates that once you have um, transitioned and you've cleaned up, and what I mean by that is you know, you've gotten rid of all old paperwork, you've organized old books that you want to keep, or maybe you're going to sell them. Um, you know, you need to clean up from, from what you've been doing for the last four years before you can move on to the next cycle. So one thing that can help you with those efforts, help you get organized, help you declutter, and help you move on, is called the red cloth cure in feng shui. And this is simply, and actually this is used in a lot of feng shui healing cures as well, Um, is to put a red sheet or a piece of red material the same size as your mattress in between the mattress and the box spring. And what this is thought to do, red in feng shui always is the activator. It's the trigger of positive energies. So we hang things with red string or we use red cloth. And in this particular case, what this red cloth is said to do is make um, your path your purpose, your passion, and your mission easier to embrace. So for any graduate who's out there ready to start this next new cycle of their life, having that red cloth in between the mattress and the box spring will give them an extra added little oomph, a little boost, a little cosmic boost as they get 
and find their new purpose, their new passion, and their new mission. Now, the second Feng Shui cure that will do exactly the same thing, but has more to do with recognition and rewards, bringing your name out to the entire universe, um, is to put a globe. And, you know, we all have this globe somewhere around our house, and that's a globe of the world. This is specifically a graduation cure. So, in fact, I often look for small globes to gift the graduates in my life with. You put it in the fame area. Now, where is fame? In the bedroom or even in the main floor of the house, it's the back middle or the back center. So remember, if you're standing at the doorway to your bedroom or you're standing at the doorway to your home, you make your main floor or you make that individual room a tic-tac-toe board. Simple as that. Make it a square. Make it a tic-tac-toe. Locate the back middle or the back center. Or if you were doing Hollywood squares, it would be the top middle or top center. <laughs> Dating myself there. But, and you put the globe in that area. And that's it. You just put a globe in the same area of your living space, and that will bring you, according to Feng Shui, recognition, rewards, status, and opportunity. So it's a great gift for graduates or for somebody who's really proactive and wants to feel empowered. The graduate can get their own globe and put it in their fame area. But either way, it is believed, and I've actually seen it work in my practice a gajillion times, it's believed to open up opportunities to bring your reputation far and wide. Well, you know, I, first of all, love that idea of the globe as a gift to a graduate. And one of the things that I love to do is have a gift that is my tradition, if you will, that, you know, I always know I'm going to give. And I love the idea of having that be a gift for a graduate. And once you decide, I'm going to give every kid that I know that's graduating a little globe, you start to be on the lookout for them, you know, and you can start to find really cool ones and they start to pop up and sharing that sort of inspiring message when you give the gift, I think is so cool. Sure, you can give them a $50 bill, too, if that's what they want. But, you know, I mean, I think that's so cool. I was just cool. the same thing. That better come with a 20 attached. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I think it's so cool, and it becomes your tradition and something you're kind of known for. You know, I tell you almost every time we talk that that day you told me about three rosemary plants for the kitchen window. I love to take that to people as a housewarming gift or just as a thoughtful gift. It's sort of become my tradition. Well, there you go, right, right. And that's the thing, too, is that on a very subtle, subconscious, yet psychological pathway, every time they look at that globe, they'll think of you. Exactly, which is also really nice. There's a loving connection there as well, and they know that they'll be supported. I mean, it's a tenuous time when you graduate. Yes. Even if you graduate with a job, you're still moving in to a next new cycle that can sometimes be a little scary. Definitely. And to know that you have the support of someone who cares about you and loves you is invaluable. And I think that's why whenever you gift something that becomes your signature gift, you also, on an emotional level, connect with their heart. And um, there's, no, there's no more greater gifts that we can give to anyone than love. Yep, I agree so much. Well, I love you, Ellen Whitehurst. I love talking to you every month. I love it so much. And you know what? You do so many cool things on your Facebook page. You've got to check out Ellen Whitehurst on Facebook and also her website, which is ellenwhitehurst.com. I always put links on amystable.com as well. But Ellen sends out a very cool newsletter you got to check out as well. 
I love it. I read my, uh, what are they, the most powerful days of the month? Super stellar days. Right, the, lucky, <laughs> the super stellar day of the month, right. I love those. And recipes. And that's, that's and, actually only for newsletter subscribers. So there you go. We invite everyone to come on by. It's free and has some um, really topical information and that we hope makes everybody's life a little easier, especially now that as we start a beautiful summer. Yep. June and July, Amy, are going to be the two best months of this year. Oh, yay. I'm ready for it. Definitely. Well, Ellen, thank you so much. As always, love to speak with you, and I'll talk to you again next month. I look forward to it, Amy. I love you. I love your listening audience. And let's have a great June. You're listening to Amy's Table. It's Amy's Table. A girl's guide to living. With Amy Tobin on Q102. Just a whiff of a sizzling steak on the grill is enough to start your mouth watering, isn't it? I grill a lot of steak, and in summer when my herb garden is in full swing, I like to serve a grilled steak topped with chimichurri sauce. Chimichurri is to Argentine cuisine what salsa is to Mexican food and what ketchup is to us in the U.S. Chimichurri is a Thick sauce of olive oil, fresh oregano, parsley, cilantro, onion, garlic, and spices, and it couldn't be easier to make. I start with a good olive oil and then just add all of the ingredients in a food processor or a blender, and you process until it's almost smooth. You can make chimichurri sauce early in the day and refrigerate it until you're ready to wow your family and friends with the bright, fresh taste of Argentina. And the steak, I'm partial to New York Strip, but a ribeye or a flank steak is also great for this recipe. Grill to your desired degree of doneness and then let it rest before slicing and topping with chimichurri. I'll put this recipe on amystable.com.